Welcome to Their Story Collective, a podcast dedicated to sharing the stories that have shaped our lives in order to encourage you all. So let's get into this month's episode. Hello and welcome back to our podcast. You're listening to Jenna and Christina. We are so excited for this episode because we have our first guest. Um, We're going to introduce her in a few moments, but we're going to do our highs and lows first as we did a couple of episodes ago. So we're going to start with Christina. Oh man, Uh, well a high and low for me, they're kind of the same thing. They're, um, we, mum and I are moving to Hawara, about four hours up the road, up in uh, Taranaki, for those who uh, don't really know where it is. Uh, And yeah, we are, um, as of recording this, on Good Friday 2021, we are two weeks out from uh, moving day, which is scary. We're currently living in a sea of boxes, I'm not even kidding. I managed to get a deal with mum so we can get keep all our equipment out for recording. Yeah, so that's kind of the high is new adventures to come. Yeah. Um, the house is beautiful. Um, quite looking forward to the location of it. We're um seven minutes, about seven minute drive from the beach, about forty five minutes from the ski field. Great. So, yeah, best of both worlds happening there in terms of location and um, proximity to everything. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, yeah, it's just it, it's just this new adventure that is going to be exciting. And I guess the low is leaving, well, packing. Yeah. <laughs> packing is a low because yes. if you've ever packed up a house, you know what it's like and... We've been in this house for nearly 30 years. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that would suck. Like, you've got, you've, like, made all these memories. I was going to say, it's more than 30 years worth of stuff that we've got. <laughs> yeah, that's a mood. Yeah. Uh, we're currently sitting, recording in the middle of a whole bunch of boxes. <laughs> and so we've also got, um, yeah, packing up living this house that I've lived in my entire life. Packing up and leaving Wellington. Um, I am back after about a week. I'm studying at the moment, so I still have to, you know, be in Wellington for that. So I'll I'm, I'll be back in Wellington until the end of June, which is going to be good for me. It means I can sort of say actually say goodbye to people and all of that properly. But I'll be down in Wellington as much. <laughs> you'll get you'll see me so often. You'll think I still live here. Mood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those are kind of like my highs and lows all wrapped up into one. And the moment that's kind of like the main thing that's going on in my life right now is moving and packing and moving and packing and moving and packing and moving and packing and packing and packing and insanity from the packing and yeah if you hear swearing in the background uh, my mother just found another photo frame <laughs> hysterical and oh, chaotic yeah. it, oh it was funny last weekend oh my god <laughs> whenever she found uh... a photo frame <clears throat> yes. listen 
And, well, not awesome. I don't want to leave. Do you know what are your highs and lows? Well, oh, well, we're going to go there. I'm going to start with the low because we're going to end on a high because, believe me, the highs are good. So, the low. <laughs> Being rejected and, wait for it, ghosted over the summer and um, the, ramica- the ram- ramifications of that. Um, so I've just been processing that it's been a little bit of a hectic time it probably shouldn't have been as hectic but I guess I just feel things quite deeply Um, I was not in a good headspace for a while um, but over the last couple of weeks I've been in a much better headspace which brings me to say thank you to everyone who listened to episode 2 of the podcast and sent me a message afterwards um, or commented on my post that I made on social media that was quite out the gate. Um, everything was still quite raw back in January when I recorded and I was still processing it in the background behind the scenes but I still managed to push through and record with Christina which was really cool. Um, but you know this podcast is something I really enjoy doing so to hear your positive feedback and that I sounded confident um, that actually means the world. Okay, that's it's over. That's my little mushy part over. The highs. I've got two highs. Um, my high was going to 660 Saturdays in Wellington. I finally got to see Dave Dobbin, um, Drake's Project in 660, and I just had the best time ever. And had I known we were going to like launch our first episode that Friday beforehand, I would have totally bought two tickets that's for okay. me and Christina, and like she would have watched me starts and I went into it and gone like what the heck have I done I would have joined you dancing yay (laughs) excuse me um so I initially bought a ticket for myself but I ended up hanging out with a mate and his crew who had traveled from Hawke's Bay which is where I'm from originally um I danced the night away and I crowd sang so whenever I go to a concert all my years of singing training go out the window and I just I literally just shout (laughs) (laughs) I know Um, so the highlight of 660 was long gone Um, if you haven't heard it it is an actual bop so when they played it at the concert and went like so it's at Sky Stadium 32,000 people there you can imagine it was like one massive house party oh absolutely and then it just turned into like a therapy session for like a few minutes when they sang long gone it was just like I just needed to get some negative toxins out of the body (laughs) let's just say that and then my other high was Passionate Women's Conference, which was just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Great time with the gals. Um, so Christina there as well. We don't see each other much, so like whenever we do see each other, like, oh, hey, how's it going? And like, try not to talk about the podcast too much, <laughs> even though that's like a whole, yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, great time with the gals. My outfit was on, I feel like my outfits were on point for the first time ever at a church conference. Wow. Yeah, like they're always all over the place, but this time it was like, yes, I finally got it down, um, which I was really proud of myself. Hey, I'm a girl, I, I, I like these things. Um, I sang in the choir item at the end, but most importantly, I met with Jesus in a fresh way. My eyes leaked and I was just letting some stuff go, which was just very healing and very wholesome. Yeah. 
That's me, guys. And we everyone had a great laugh. There was some great. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh yeah. If you're a passionate, you know exactly if, what Titans we were talking. If about. you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it was. I've been to passionate comp, passionate women's conference since 2015, and this year was by far the best one. Mm. It was. Yeah, and it wasn't just because of COVID. It was genuinely it was really good it really was <laughs> yeah. yeah okay um <clears throat> okay now that's off my chest we are going to introduce our first guest becky howie becky is one of my best friends and she is the type of friend that tells you what you need to hear she has the voice of an angel which has added confidence to it she has studied classical voice at the new zealand school of music in wellington and has sung in the new zealand secondary students choir after finishing her studies at the new zealand school of music she went on to do a year of ministry school at the arise church and the christchurch campus and this year she has just started a music teaching business hi becky hi becky hello 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 oh my goodness this is so exciting i know i know first guest and we're like this is like the fourth episode what is life um what the heck oh Oh. my gosh how's it going good good i have a cup of tea in front of me my and my um home potted no what is it my actually technically i only glazed this but my tutor created this um little mug i i wasn't confident enough to add a handle so i'm just waiting for it to pull down enough for me to actually touch it right now 100 yeah. percent. i love it oh that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> um yeah right so Vicky. I painted a wee smiley oh, face on it. Sorry. Oh, yes. I love it. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, first off, we have been doing some highs and lows um, before you came on. Right. Um, so what is a high and a low from the past few months from you? And I'm hoping it's not as spicy as mine. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, um, I'll start with my low. Um, so we're, you know, building from there. Um, my low was probably going back into level two um because that that really sucks for me at work it it, it gets pretty stressful um because i work in a library it's a school library that's also open to the public so you can imagine there's a lot of like differences in what people are allowed to do so um yeah that gets a bit tricky but praise jesus we are back again back to normal i hope that we don't have to go back into level two (laughs) or worse it's such a mode it's such a mode
So uh, just uh, give us a bit of a snapshot about what we're going to talk about today. Okay, so um, I was really excited when Jenna told me that she was starting a podcast um, and was wanting to have some guests. I was like, well, 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 this sounds like a fantastic idea. Um, so as you mentioned before, I am a singer um, and also part of Arise Church, obviously, passionate. Um, and it's how you and I became friends, Jenna. Yeah, it um, is. Singing has always, yeah, yeah. Singing has always been a massive part of my life and um, I'm finally taking steps of faith into the music industry um i'm going completely on my own which is a bit daunting honestly and i was having a bit of a worry last night when um god reminded me that he is my business partner my co-creator and he is my agent and i was like you can't get a better agent than the lord jesus christ himself so yeah um, so that's really exciting that's so cool <laughs> um and so, yeah, I've started a singing teaching business. Um, it's called Captivate. If you're in Christchurch and you want singing lessons, hit me up. Um, and I'm also going to be releasing music very soon. Exciting. That's so awesome. Oh, my gosh. So great. Um, so when did you start singing? Um, so I've always been a singer. Um, and I was actually talking to my parents about this this morning. Apparently when I was a baby um, and I wanted attention, I would scream and scream and scream. Like my cries would be so loud. And my Nana would tell my parents that it was really good for my lungs, um, that I'd have really powerful lungs because of it. So I'm like, Amen. I claim that little tiny pre-year-old baby. Bring your heart out. I work those lungs. Um, <laughs> and I was watching the video of the day of my birth, um, which uh, was actually lost for 23 years. And I only saw it when I was 23 years old. Um, it was sort of sad point. But um, you can hear my Nana say she's singing um, when I like start to cry because there's this like other baby in the room and he's like, and then you like you see me and it's like oh that's actually not the baby that's crying and then I just go <laughs> my dad is like she's singing um so that's that's quite funny <laughs> um and yeah so I've always been involved in choirs at school and sung in church and um I did barbershop in high school and nice. school production um and I even got to go to South Africa with NZSSC the New Zealand Secret Christians Choir in year 13 so that was amazing it was like the best time cool so uh tell us more about uh singing in the New Zealand Secondary School Choir and uh that trip to South Africa yes yeah, so NZSCC, New Zealand Secondary Students Choir, it's an auditioned choir made up of about, when I was there, it was just over 60 students from all around the country, um, and we would meet up during the school holidays to rehearse and perform, and yeah, we got to go to South Africa. It was amazing. Um, so, uh, yes, I was a part of this group in 2011 and 2012, when I was in year 12-13, um, and so each cycle of the choir they'd pick a place to go in the world. And we got to go to South Africa for the Echlumbe Choral Festival. Well, we were actually going to go to Greece, and then um, the riots started. And so we were like, we're not going to go to Greece. We're going to go to South Africa, um, which some people were like, that's a bit ironic. But honestly, like, it was my first time overseas. And, <laughs> like, I hadn't even been to Australia before this, so my mum was freaking out. She was yeah. like, oh, my gosh, 
like, 17-year-old daughter is going over to the other side of the world to, like, you know, the people, you know, we heard that it was a dangerous place, but I honestly felt so safe there the whole time. Um, so, yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, we travelled through Johannesburg and Pretoria and Cape Town. I stayed on a safari ranch and I got to meet a zombie, which is a mixture of a zebra and a donkey. Awesome. Cute. Um, <laughs> that was, like, my favourite thing. Um, and then and we went up to Table Mountain and sung with schools and um, learned some traditional South African songs. Yeah, that's so cool. And so, what did you do once you finished school? And the op- and what were some of the opportunities that came with that? Oh yeah, when I got in, when I made it to year thirteen, um, I knew that I pers- that I wanted to pursue singing, and I was tossing up between NASDA and um, down here at Christchurch and NZSM in Wellington. So I prayed about it and felt very strongly from God that Wellington was the place. Um, and my music teacher had rated NZSM very, very highly. I was like, yep, that's where I'm going. So uh, I flew to Wellington for a day, auditioned and did a theory test, um, then flew back in time for my drama assessment. Um, <laughs> such a good day. Me, I got it. Yeah, honestly, I was such a go-getter when I was in year 13. It was like the busiest year of my life. And then it got busier. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, so the program that I did, the Bachelor of Music and Classical Performance Voice, um, was really small selective program. And so I did um, three years and got my Bachelor of Music. Cool. Great. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, so can you tell us a bit more about what was involved in getting your degree? So um, there were three main parts in the degree. There's like performance, there's theory and history. Um, And so the performance stuff involved like learning languages and stagecraft and of course, you know, we're bettering our voice and performing. Um, And music theory, I think that kind of speaks for itself. Um, (laughs) And music history, there was actually heaps of different um, avenues that we did. We we did a history paper on opera and we also did one on... um, like on 19th century music and I even did a film music one which was awesome um and I was like I'm measuring my microphone not too much noise uh, it's okay um and so yeah we we put on operas every year um and in my final year I had a shining moment where I got to play a squirrel in L'Enfant de les Sotilèges uh, by Ravel. And, um, yeah, that was the best time, singing opera as a squirrel. Like, I had this massive tail strapped onto my shoulders and had, like, ears on a headband. It was so good. Wait, did I? I think I had ears. I should have had ears. If I didn't have ears, then that was a bad idea. Um, but, yeah, so that was really exciting. We did other performances and, like, a rest home and winery. We went there every year. Um, yeah, so I was so blessed to be a part of it and, and to get my degree there. I remember seeing that opera. It was so wholesome. <laughs> I forgot. I actually forgot. <laughs> you remember? I can't remember, but I just remembered the name of the opera. And I'm like, oh, that's right. They've won for this. Excuse my French. Okay. <laughs> Better than I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
went through the assessments and I actually got in. I got accepted. Wow. Um, but my parents and I discussed it because I was still financially dependent on them um, and decided that basically couldn't afford to stay in Wellington unless I was just, you know, going to work, work, work. Um, and uh, yeah, so I decided I would move back home to Christchurch and super last minute, like probably the day, either the day that um, uh, submissions closed or the day before, um, I applied for ministry school down here in the, in the rise. Wow. Wow. Oh, <laughs> the Lord moves in mysterious ways. Such a move. So do I. <laughs> so uh, tell us a bit more about our ministry school, sort of what it is and uh, what um, role you, what sort of team you were part of and uh, why you were there. So um, when I did it, the year I did it, and up until the year afterwards, it was just called internship. Yeah. Like, oh, you're an intern, you're doing internship. Um, and basically it was three days in the office preparing things for the week ahead um, and planning bigger projects and preparing for conferences, of course. Um, and we had classes and Bible studies and learned about ministry, leadership, theology, um, and heaps more. Um, and then it was serving on Sunday in whatever areas you would need it. So my role in general was on the worship team. Um, yes. Shout out to Aiden and Marna Swafford. You guys yes. are amazing. Um, Aiden was my supervisor and Marna was my mentor um, during that time. And uh, yeah, the, the worship pastors down in Christchurch. Um, and I was so blessed by their input and still am. Um, and so, uh, my, on, generally on Sundays and leading up to it, I had a focus on fire. Um, it was really exciting. I got to run rehearsals, build up the choir's skills, and direct them on Sundays. It was a blast. Um, and there was a moment, um, sort of late 2015, or yeah, I think it must have been late 2015, where I was um, sitting in the home of. Um, another of the pastors there and um, she told me that they had been praying for someone who could um, come on an internship who was qualified and knew music and that kind of thing and they told me that I was an answer to prayer and I was like well my goodness wow. <laughs> my last split second decision God had ordained <laughs> You know, at the beginning of time, as he does. That's awesome. Does, mm. does is theologically correct. Um, so, yeah, so there was all of that, and I was also an admin queen. Um, yeah, the admin <laughs> queen. rosters and, and sorting people's unavailability and all that sort of stuff. I was trying to decide what word I wanted to use. I'm like, is it too much to call myself a queen? No. Possibly. No, no but I'm queen. <laughs> Not if you did church rosters. If you did church rosters, you are an admin queen. Mode. Mode. Okay. All right, we'll go with that. Mode. Yeah. And Vicky, you have boss lady vibes all around, so of course I'm gonna call you a queen. Okay. Right. Oh, thank you. Okay. Um. So since finishing ministry school, what have you been up to since then? It's been a couple of years, hasn't it? So. 
It has, yeah, because yeah, that was 2016. Um, so coming out of ministry school, I was really nervous and mm. anxious about getting a job. Um, I, I'd heard people's testimonies of, you know, they've done internship and um, and then God gave them the most amazing job. And I was like, I feel like I didn't give enough in the internship to, like, for God to give me something so magnificent. So I actually didn't have very high hopes. Um, I was like, nah, I sucked. <laughs> Why would God reward me with something? But, I mean, we know our God, right? He is amazing and he is yeah. so faithful and he gives far more than we can ever possibly give. Yeah. Um, and so um, I had no idea what God wanted for me in the next season. So I was applying for jobs left, right and centre. Um, I actually got offered three jobs at once. Wow. Um, and, yeah, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I've got my pick of the lot. Um, and so I prayed and picked one that I felt God was leading me to. And I worked there for a few months. And then it fell over. It, it kind of, it, I, wasn't, I wasn't fired, okay? It was just a situation which I can't really get into, but it came to an end. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. it's so bad. But it wasn't that it bad. Wasn't, it um, wasn't. Basically, yeah. My job basically no longer existed. And so um, I was like, right, let's look for something else. And I also decided to start teaching singing um, just independently in that moment. Um, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to put myself out there and, you know, I can do that until I find something else. Um, so I did. Um, and then I saw on seek this um, library job, a school library job. And I was like, huh. They're after a, a school library assistant. I guess, you know, should I ask my parents, should I, should I do that? And I'm like, yeah, why not? All right. Because, um, you know, I've, I've always liked the idea of working in a school anyway. Um, yeah. I enjoy the school myself. So, yeah. Um, and so, I'm going to this name. Um, so I applied and out of a massive stack of CVs, I was one of three people that they interviewed. Wow. And the other two, apparently, that they interviewed were experienced librarians. <laughs> and, um, and, and, yeah. Oh, that's sorry. insane. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, so I, that's so strange that I actually got the job. Um, yeah. And so when I actually, like, went to, you know, start the job and learn, yeah. I found out that my boss, my, my manager... Um, is an opera singer. She's oh. in the New Zealand opera chorus and she sings with them regularly. Um, and the lady who was in my position before me, she is a pastor at C3 Church, wow. down in Christchurch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, so of course, on my CV, I had um, a Rise Church internship, and uh, my boss asked her if she knew what a Rise was like. Um, and funnily enough, our senior pastor, Pastor John, had just shared at their conference. Um, and so she was like, All right, yeah, they're great, similar to my church. Um, so, it's just crazy. Like, I had an advocate on the inside that I knew nothing about. Wow. Um, That's incredible. And so, it's, oh my gosh, it really is. And so I knew that this job was a miracle straight from heaven. Yeah. Um, and it continues to bless me daily. Um, and, yeah, just before getting this job, as I said, um, I um, decided that I would start teaching singing as well. Um, so I did that for a couple of years, and then I talked with another incredible company. Um, and then I, you know, I'm running my own company called Captivate. Um, 
So, yeah, you can look me up at CaptivateMusic.com or I'm on Facebook and Instagram um, at CaptivateMusic. Give me a follow. Give me your business. We will <laughs> definitely share that yeah, on our Instagram page. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, yes, awesome. <laughs> Great. Um, so, with the big uh, lockdown last year. Lockdown, yeah. Um, I just remember like one of the parodies I watched, um, parodies that came out last year and I don't know why, but I've been watching it all week and now I know it off by heart and it's really tragic and embarrassing, but like, it's such a bop. Um, tangents, tangents, Gina, stop with the tangents. Okay. With the big lockdown last year, what big musical things did you do in that time and after that? I wanted to write music for the longest time, um, but honestly, I had counted myself out from it. Um, I could write lyrics and melodies, and I could play chords, um, but when it came to putting a full song together and, like, you know, adding drums and cool sounds and recording things, I was like, nah, I can't do that. It's too big for me. Um, and I've never had anyone to collaborate with, really, in my life, so I was stuck. Um, and I was just like, mm, I guess it's not for me. Um, which I realized now was a lie from the enemy. Like, yeah. get out, enemy. We don't want you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but over the lockdown last year, God spoke to me um, again about songwriting. And I was encouraged to just go and learn how to do it. Um, so when we were allowed to again, I can't remember if it was level three or level two, but I click and collected a MIDI keyboard um, and uh, some headphones and a microphone and interface set onto, into my MacBook Air um, and got stuck into GarageBand. Nice. Um, <laughs> and I realized how little I actually knew. Um, and so I did this um, month-long course online um, last year, uh, where it takes you through like doing a cover of a song and then writing your own two original songs. And oh my gosh, I learned so much through that. It was so, so good. Uh, but I was frustrated because I only had GarageBand, which, um, although it's, it's great, uh, it is quite limiting. <laughs> um, Especially for like my voice, I felt like I couldn't do enough to my voice on Garage Band. So I listen to those songs now that I wrote, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta redo this. I really have to re-record. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I like to release these one day, um, hopefully soon, on like a, an EP or something. Um, but yeah, so this year I finally upgraded to a MacBook. It's very good. <laughs>
from your wilderness, whatever that may be, um, and he's ready to bring you into his love and his light. Wow. Um, and so I'm going to be releasing this song in May this year, in Jesus' name. So hopefully by the time that this uh, comes out, this phone pass, you'll actually be able to um, download the song. Yay! It yeah, cool. It's going to happen because Jesus wanted it to, so there we go. <laughs> Why can not do him? Yeah, um, and so I wanted to, um, I decided I wanted to pick a stage name. I didn't want to go by Becky Howie for publishing music. Um, Becky, the name Becky, I feel like it's a bit of a meme these days. It's like the millennial Karen. Um, oh, no. Shout out to all the amazing Karens out there. Like, you're great. I see you, okay? I see you. Um, <laughs> and, and the Becky's. Okay, we're not what they think we are. They are we're, we're not. Um, so, but anyway, nonetheless, I didn't want my um, act, as it were, to be associated with a being. Um, and I love my last name, but I assume, I hope, one day I will get married and I will obtain a different last name. Um, and so I was like, well, I, I just don't want to go by Becky Howie. It's great for my personal life, but I don't want it to be the public so yeah. Uh, so the name that I'm going going with is Rebecca Livy, um, which is just the first two parts of my actual full name. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have two middle names. Thanks, mum and dad. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, if if at the time that you are listening to this podcast, the song isn't out just yet, then uh, definitely go to my social media at Rebecca Libby um, and hit follow and um, I'll, you'll find out exactly when the song is going to come out. Exciting yeah. times. Yeah. And I'm just like, the, yeah. that's what you posted on social media. <laughs> yeah. I saw that and I was, I like, I like sent a DM to you on Instagram and go, um, what? What's going on? Uh, <laughs> well, I totally assumed you just knew what it would be. But that's okay. I partly knew, but <laughs> your girl needs clarification. <laughs> Little Jen yeah, always yeah, needs so clarification. I, I apologize. But it is what it is. That's okay. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 Yes. Um, I, yeah. I believe that is all of the questions. Yeah. Um, yes. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Vicky. That is an incredible story. Yeah. And um, I'm sure it's just um, going to like bring you. Yeah, it's just going to bring a lot of hope to people um, um, around the world and uh, just the knowledge of God's goodness and just, yeah, it's going to be great. Ah, can't wait ah. to see yeah, come on. Can't wait for people to hear it. Yeah. So thanks for coming. Thanks yeah, for being your first guest. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to hear the song too. That's going to be going to be such a good time. We're just going to be posting um, that yeah, all over social. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, thank you so much for having me, guys. It's honestly um, so special and so important what you're doing with this podcast. Yeah. Um, shedding light into places that need it, mm-hmm. um, that don't often get talked about. I, it's 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 amazing. I'm so excited for you and for the future of you guys and this podcast and um, what God is going to do um, in this podcast and through it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so honoured that you'd have me as your first guest. Oh. Yeah. This is awesome. Thank Don't you. make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so awesome.
slash Becky and we will make sure to link everything in the show notes or your socials and all that so if any listeners out here want to find you uh, then they can just follow the links in the show notes great yay awesome well thanks so much and uh, we will talk to everyone next month yes bye bye my name is Rebecca Livy and my debut single, The Call, will be out on the 29th of May. Check it out. You've made me new. You called me out of the wilderness. I'm loved by you. everywhere on the 29th of May. Follow me for updates at Rebecca Livy, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-L-I-V-V-Y.